Hello friend and welcome back to Growing While Grown. This is the last installment to the series The Purpose of Life and Death. I thank you so much for tuning back in and I thank you so much for sharing the amount of people that have been impacted by this series has been such a blessing to me. It has been such a blessing to my first guest, which is my husband. It has been amazing to see how the Holy Spirit is moving through these episodes, how he is speaking through these episodes, and how he's impacting people through these episodes. So this last installment to the Purpose of Life and Death series, we talk a little bit about what dad's family that all of them coming together for this special moment what did it symbolize and the passing of the mantle from the father to the son and it's just so many more things that I couldn't have spoke or (laughs) spoken better myself (laughs) and I'm just so thankful that you are here and that you made it all the way to the end. So just get prepared for this last little tidbit. And with these episodes being here to stay, being on any platform that you're hearing this on, make sure that you share it with people and help them realize that if they have lost a loved one, that they are not alone. And this process can go any type of way, but no matter what happens, the Holy Spirit is with you. The standards of Jesus is with you. The Father, Yahweh, is with you, and they will never leave and never forsake you. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Something that you just mentioned really caught my ear. It was about how at the end of your dad's life, all of your family was brought together. Now, do you think that is, or that was one of your dad's main purposes in life was to bring family together? Because you know how If anybody wanted to know how another family member was doing, they would always go to dad and he would always know. Absolutely. And it just really got me thinking. The family really did come together. Granted, I didn't necessarily want to meet all these family members for the first time under these circumstances, but nonetheless, I saw how big your family is or just that part of your family is and so that's why I have to ask if you think that one of your dad's purposes was to bring more of his family together whether he was present or not absolutely absolutely um there were glimpses of my dad's purpose that always shined through that he couldn't get away from as much as he tried. Um, And he was always big on lineage. And my granddad was that person. The family always gathered around him. And I believe as a patriarch, because I still believe in patriarchy, 
in terms of um, the importance of, of a man in in the family structure. You know, as well as the matriarchy, because I'm not a, praise God, I'm not a, uh, uh, what do you call it? I know what you're trying to say. A man is over a woman person. I'm yes. not. I'm not. I'm not that person. I'm not that Christian that believes that. So, um, but I do believe in the importance of both. And something that my dad exemplified and communicated was the importance of a patriarch. And absolutely, one of his purposes was to gather. Um. And to counsel, because he was an amazing counselor. Even though some of it was off, because it wasn't God-led all the time, you could tell that he was made to counsel. He had he had the heart of counsel, a heart of counseling. So all these things were very, very evident with him. So, yeah, I, I, would, I would say so. Yeah, he definitely, just in my little time with knowing him, he definitely had a very caring heart and how I knew it was coming from a truly caring place was he wouldn't just only say the things that were concerning to him about a person but other things that he was proud of so he wouldn't I would never hear about him expressing how proud he was over a certain child but he would also express his concerns about that same child so he knew all the things that were to be known about an individual good and bad and I think doing that and still hoping praying and believing for the best in someone that definitely exemplifies a caring heart and someone that wants you to grow into the best version of yourself as possible and I, I've said it before, I'm just really, really, really blessed and grateful that I was able to know him. Yeah, and um, I'm just grateful, like uh, another driving force um, for why I'm okay too, is the fact that, and you know, I struggled with this when he was passing, which was like, did he do enough God to be to to the point where I'll be able to see him again? Because all those great attributes of him (laughs) are amazing. But there was there was the same way he counseled the good and the bad he lived out good and bad qualities 
and we have to we have to come to a point in our in our maturity as believers where the fullness of who I am is good. And so what I struggled with was God is he going to make it? And I think a lot of us struggle with that with death, especially with people that we care about. And you know, in the culture that I grew up in, it was just an assumption that they're going to heaven. Yes, that's still very relevant today, unfortunately. Right. And, you know, I understand that that just comes from a lack of knowledge of scripture. Um, But I also understand that there's just a mixture of emotions with that because I believe we all innately have a hope that they're there. Yes, absolutely. Um, We want the best for them. Right, right. We want the best, and that's a good quality for any human being. Um, But we have to come to the realization of that reality. That what if they're not? And so I had to tackle that question. And I actually believe God saying he's going to live a piece of that too was he's going to live (laughs) in the next life. And, you know, there's some doubts about that among some people. But for me, I just have um, something that gave me comfort, too, was like, okay, God. Did he do enough? And I believe that God said he did. And I'm not just saying that out of emotional, like, that's my dad, so he's going to make it. I'm actually saying that out of, like, a mature and well-processed place of he didn't do a lot, but did he do enough? I believe so. Um, And God had told you, like, you know, he lived his life making sure everyone was okay. And so now it's time for him to be okay. Now it's time for him to be okay. That's God's words. <laughs> and so, and yeah, you know, even our friend at the, at the service said, like, he really, really believes that we'll see him again. So that's also helping me be okay and I can't you know and I can't say I understand everything about heaven and how it works because I don't um I'll be a fool to say that I know yeah and yeah I don't and I actually feel for people that don't have that confidence that that person whoever that person is is going to be there And how do they handle grief? I still say, (laughs) I still say death is a new beginning. Because regardless of how they live their life, you have a responsibility to live yours. And what they ended on, you can start with. And there's just a whole new, new reality 
like what I've realized after dad passing is like we shifted into a whole new like paradigm. Life is very unfamiliar right now because of his absence. And so we're all learning something new. And where dad was the counselor and the person that gathered people and everything, now certain people in the family, myself and others, are becoming that. So with a passing, there's no beginning. With a passing of, it's a passing of responsibility, even. It's a passing of the baton. It's a passing of um, discipline. And it's a passing also of um, just roles that you have to play. Speaking of that, if you be so kind, Mm -hmm. I wanted the listeners to hear one of the poems that you've shared at the service Mm -hmm. because it encompasses this whole, I'm just making it into a series now. With my first guest and it just encompasses this whole topic of life death honor love all those main things in relation to the people that we love and so i would be honored if you were to read the purpose of life and death oh Purpose of life and death. Yeah. Okay. And I'll uh, I'll just premise it. I'll just give us like intro to what it is and where it came from. I guess. Is that that's cool? Um. Yeah. So I I wrote this in seventh grade. Um, which is very strange because I didn't necessarily have a close relationship with the father. Um, at this age but I did have a lot of questions and I didn't hate God or anything like that I actually wanted to just get to know God Um, and I didn't know that I would be reading this at my father's memorial service years later Um, but it really does encompass um, the purpose of life and death so go um the title is the the purpose of life and death to me i think a supernatural being made everything things that grow resources and everyday things we see cannot just happen for every person there has to be a beginning and there will be a choice there is something that exists that drives your choices The purpose of a person's life is to make the right choices in order to live a good life. You should accomplish the goal of overcoming the pain of life and moving on to make something of the self, the one thing that God has given you to manage. You have come to this world to achieve a goal, to achieve a purpose. And as life goes on, you begin to see things more clearly and you use that clarity to obtain achievement. This is the general meaning of life. 
Now, in comparison during a time of death, I think it is a fulfillment of life where all pain and the need to strive is taken away. And once we reach that point, we all have so many questions to consider, right? In my case, I will meet the Lord and he will make a choice based on my choices. Did I look towards the future with such longing that I lived my life from that place of expectation? And did I conquer every obstacle through my focus being fixed on the one true God in Christ Jesus? Did you, as a living soul, confined to an earthly vessel, fulfill purpose? I just cannot believe an 11, 12-year-old wrote something so purposeful, something so complex, something so intricate, something so thought-provoking as that. And it really just shows depths that God is willing to go in a child's heart to consciously make them reach out to them, reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Timothy, thank you so much for being my first guest. We're done. We're done. <laughs> this has gone on long enough, yeah. but yep. you will be back if you want if you want to be back I'll always be back (laughs) thank you again for having this conversation with me being so open transparent in my eyes vulnerable because some of the the depths that you went into made me even think ooh know if people need to hear this or people should hear this because this is just too much but that's one of the main signs that I know these conversations need to happen conversations about real moments raw moments unfiltered moments and also how to get those moments filtered through God and his Holy Spirit through the standard of Christ Jesus so I thank you so much and is it okay if I just give like a quick a quick encouragement um just for just for anyone that's going through um, grief yes please okay um for anyone that's going through grief and it doesn't have to be the grief of the death of a loved one um it can be grief from losing anything. Um, there's even grief from, uh, it's actually like a holy grief that happens when you sacrifice yourself um, and sacrifice, sacrifice your desires and your flesh and those type of things. Um, you essentially feel your flesh dying and you are essentially grieving the flesh, um, but you are exalting the Holy Spirit. All those things are real emotions. And 
I want to encourage any of you that are going through those things as I have and as I am um, to not be afraid of death. Um, As we were discussing everything, I heard the Holy Spirit um, say, tell every listener to not be afraid of death and that the fear of death will not hold them hostage. And I'm encouraging you all in this because, you know, I just lost the closest man, you know, in my life. One of the closest people um, that, you know, that I've, how can I say it? I've lost um, not just my dad, but my best friend. And he was one of the closest people that I confided in. And if you can take anything away from me, please understand that death is not the end, but death is a beginning. And if you can grasp that, if you can hold on to that, there is another side um, to this that is brighter, that's better. There's more joy there. There's more fulfillment. There's peace. There's prosperity there's just so much more and um (laughs) i can't believe i'm saying this but um chris brown has a song called grass ain't greener (laughs) (laughs) and i just want to rebuke that declaration (laughs) real quick the grass is greener there is another side side to this that is beautiful There's another side to grief that is one of the most beautiful things you ever live and see and do. And yeah, commit your life to God and death will no longer exist. Allow allow God to fully remove death from from a reality that has to be in your life and you you will see life begin to blossom out, out of your life more than you've ever seen before so, so yeah that's my encouragement that's my encouragement and i love you guys and pray for me please <laughs> please pray for me <laughs> and you know just like the good book says neither angels nor demons nor life nor death or mm-hmm. any of these things will be able to separate us from the love from the love of the father hey and that's the word before we enter through that door of death we get to experience god's love and after we enter that door of death we'll still be able to experience god's love And he will forever and always be with us. He is never far from us. And on that note, my friend, I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you were able to share it with those, like we said, who are also grieving. And hopefully they can get some encouragement out of this. And just remember... 
that nothing is too hard for the Father. Mm. And He is never far. No matter how traumatic, no matter how bad, no matter how ugly, no matter how impossible the situation may be, He is always here. He is always near, staying in control, having His hand over us all. Always available. Always available. And on that note, until next time, Godspeed. Godspeed.